I'm Kate, the Android, and welcome to Cinema Nomad, a podcast that covers films from around the world and the filmmakers who make them. Without further ado, here's your host, Mr. Gabella. Hi, I'm Kahiso Gabella, and welcome to episode 11 of Cinema Nomad, and episode 3 of the Encounter series. So, man, for those who might know, uh, the Encounter series, uh, we are covering and discussing films that took place in the Encounters South African uh, Documentary Festival that took place last week. Uh, It actually ended on the 20th of June, just this past Sunday, and we figured, you know, we'd watch the films first and then discuss them once the festival's over and recommend some of the films that we... Why do I keep saying we? It's just me. (laughs) So I just recommend some of the films that I liked, films that I thought were kind of interesting, and yeah, films that I liked that I thought uh, would make for a great discussion. Um, so, past two episodes of the Encounter series, uh, we covered Ailey, a biography about Alvin Ailey. Episode two, we covered a film called President, which followed the 2018 election of Zimbabwe. And for episode three, I... Well, I figured I should cover a film called uh, We Are Zamazama. I mean, I really liked this movie, and I thought it would make it a great transition from uh, the previous film that we talked about, because that film had to do with the Zimbabwean election and how, you know, the Zimbabwe people are feeling like, you know, they don't have work, and whatnot, and this film here, We Are Zamazama, uh, follows three um, Zimbabwean migrants who are working from northern Zimbabwe, who are working in Vita Vatisrand, mining illegal gold. Uh, well, is it illegal gold? I guess so. Oh, illegal mining. They're they they are illegal miners in South Africa, and they're migrants that stay here in South Africa. So I thought that would make a, a cool transition from, you know, a Zimbabwean story to, you know, following Zimbabwean people, I guess. The previous episode, we talked about, you know, the, the politicians and the leaders. Now, I guess, the, the Zimbabwean people and the effects of that regime has uh, at the moment and what it's leading people to do, you know. Uh, it's leading these people to go to these extremes you know leaving their own country and migrating to a different country where they can't even find work and have to mine in these you know dangerous you know abandoned mines uh industrial mines so yeah i thought that would uh would make a great transition and uh, this film was extremely entertaining and uh, shocking and all the things that rec- make a good movie were here you know and um so yeah, I thought I should talk about that. So for this episode, we want to discuss We Are Zamazama. Um, in the background, you might hear like, you know, some rain or, you know, some noise or some wind noises or, or whatnot. I'm, I'm, I'm in Cape Town and it's raining today. It's, uh, it's, it's like a storm is outside, bro. <laughs> so apologies about that uh i can't do anything about that uh i'm not that good of a sound designer to remove it maybe i will who knows moving on plowing through a head here (laughs) 
The film is uh, called We Are Zama Zama, directed by Rosalind Morris, a director, producer, and also a professor of anthropology for 25 years. She's been a professor for anthropology for 25 years, and I believe she has worked and followed uh, gold mining in South Africa for the past 20 years. So she's, I think she's worked in South Africa and followed the gold mining situation here for the past 20 years. With anthropology is concerned, I guess. So uh, I guess she had, she had an interest in this. And uh, I watched an interview of the filmmaker herself. And she discussed that... Uh, she's Canadian. And she discussed that uh, her grandfather was a mine worker. And her grandfather died from, you know, the, the fumes and all the dust these mine workers inhale and she was always interested in mining and the the life that goes on with mine workers and um, i guess she found her way to south africa and covered it for 20 years and now we have a documentary from her called we are zama zama about illegal mine workers from the northern zimbabwe so that's a little a bit of a backstory that i got to research um there's an interview of rosalind morris uh done by the encounters uh festival on youtube and she does discuss her process and how she came about in you know making this film and yeah all the behind the scenes stuff and you get to learn a little bit more about her and uh, her journey i guess uh her journey in filmmaking and yeah i mean so this film let me just cover the basics here so this film is about like i said illegal mine workers but it follows three characters who are the zamazamas you know the they call them zamazamas these people who uh test their luck and go into these abandoned uh, industrial mines where they search for gold you'd wonder why would anybody search for gold in these mines if they if they're abandoned doesn't that mean like you know there's no more gold that's why they're abandoned uh well apparently there's not enough gold for like a capitalistic venture to continue and be self-sustainable but there is enough gold in these abandoned mines for you know individuals to like you know make a living out of i guess a a small living but there is enough for individuals to make a decent living out in gold but it's not it's not enough gold for like a corporation or like a company to go in there and make you know and expect to make profits or whatnot so there is that going on um so it is a character-driven film, like I said, about these three characters. And as I was watching the film, I think it does take have three sections in the film. There's, um, there's the first section, I guess, is the is shot in the first year of the of the making of the film, where we follow these miners, the Zamazama guys and them doing their thing and then the second section is uh you know some of these workers after the second year i think maybe well let me not can i spoil it yeah i guess some of them get like injured and shot and almost 
you know, killed and that section is covered. And then there's another section where it's not just about the minds. I guess the film is also about like their lives in general, um, above ground, you know, and the social interactions and the things they do about because these people have families and whatnot. So you, the film does feel like a, you know, uh, it is a character-driven film, and it's and the goal, the illegal mining is basically the backdrop of these people's lives. These uh, north northern Zimbabwean uh, dudes and miners who you know are trying to make a living, you know, and uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, so. You'd be surprised how much money they make. I mean, you'd think gold, if you're mining gold, there's these high rewards. But, you know, I don't know. The the, <laughs> the gold that they're getting out of these mines is they're getting, like, tiny nuggets. You know, like, tiny, tiny nuggets of gold. And, like, I don't know if they're getting paid that much money. Maybe they're getting paid, like, I think, like, 3000 bucks maximum, 4000 Like, a 1000 bucks max. I don't know, because... Yeah, I think they're getting paid like something like that because you know they have to pay rent, and their rent is like five hundred bucks, and they live in these in informal you know housings and their families and live very poor people. They live in these informal rural settlements, and so it's I guess four thousand bucks is a lot of money if you're living in those certain uh, circumstances, but you know. Four thousand bucks is a lot of money if, if if it means you know, being homeless and poor and like, you know, no money and four thousand rand is actually a lot of money if you don't if if, if you consider death you know an option. What do you want to be homeless and die or do you you know four thousand? I guess four thousand rand is a lot of money. Okay. Anyway, plowing ahead here. <laughs> I need to follow my notes. I wrote notes here about this film and uh, the structure. I, had a, I have a whole structure on how to, like, you know, structure this podcast. Because sometimes I go off on tangents and rants for no reason. So, yeah. So, I wanted to talk about uh, the dangers of uh, the mines and the things I found interesting about this documentary. That So, these mines... Like they go as deep as ten kilometers, you know. Like, can you imagine? So these mines are like ten kilometers deep. How 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 insane is that? And so, so these guys, since since um these big corporations have like left the mining set, have left the mines and abandoned some of these mines. Uh, there's no. Uh, electrical you know there's no lights in there there's no you know tracks there's there's no more you know reliable pillars that are holding these mines and these uh you know so that's what i'm basically trying to say it's very dangerous it's dark and you know it's it's uh it's a nightmare you know <laughs> i don't know but anyway so these guys go into these crazy mines and i don't think i've ever seen footage like this so apparently uh the filmmakers got uh these miners to wear gopros and they they would go into the mines as like they do their daily they do their jobs you know they this is how they make a living so they go into these mines to just showcase how these conditions are like and how their lives are like 
and it and it's it's insane. I mean, just for the footage alone, I'll I recommend to watch this movie. But this the footage is insane because I was thinking, you know, um, these guys just probably go in the mine for like eight, nine hours. They look for sh- for shit, then they go back. You know, maybe twelve hours. Maybe they work in twelve hour jobs. Maybe they go in the mines for like twelve hours, then they get out, and then they do it the next day. No, dude. Apparently the these guys are in the mine, like they're in the in the mine for like three days, you know, and anything can happen. They're in these mines for like three days, and they they're looking for gold, bro. <laughs> can you imagine? Like, so so to give you an example, there's a story where one of the 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 miners was like, um, he went into one of the mines by himself. And I think on a Friday, and what happened was his torch was dying or was losing battery, and he's been in there for like maybe I don't know like a day, and he, his torch was losing battery, and he ran out of food, and he's trying to make his way back. As he's making his way back, he gets lost because the tunnel there's different you know there's different paths you can take in in these in these mines and these tunnels. So he loses his sense of direction and he's lost. You see, he could be like, you know, he could be eight kilometers away from the entrance or he could be like three kilometers away from the entrance. He doesn't even know where the fuck he is, you know. So he's lost and his torch is gone. So he's in complete darkness and, you know, this place, these mines, there's not really good ventilation and whatnot. So he's stuck there and he's like, hey, dude, I think I'm going to die. Because people do die in the mines. So he's thinking, I think I'm just going to die from hunger and I can't see anything. I, I, I don't know where I am. So he got, he, the only way he got out of it, um, the other illegal miners, like a couple, I think three, two, two days later, other illegal miners came inside the mine excuse me, they came inside the mine and and they found him. But they weren't even looking for him. They were just doing their jobs and they, they just randomly saw him sitting there by himself. They're like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? And then he was like, oh, shit, thank God. You know, you guys found me. Like, I was lost, bro. Imagine if no one was there, dude. <laughs> this job is insane. It's intense. Just to pay rent, eh? There's, this, there's a quote. One of the miners is like, hey, look. When I need to pay rent, I go to the mines. When I need to buy food, I go to the mines. Like, you know, when I when I need to pay for my kids, what, what? The mines, bro. Like, so it, it, the story has more to say about how people would, people are taken to these, you know, extremes of going to these uh, unsafe, dangerous environments to just make a living. But they can't even get a job, you know. Like that's how they. That's how bad the economy is. That's how fucked up the economy is. Where you can't even get a job that pays decent enough just to sustain yourself and your family. You have to go through to the mines. So it was an interesting watch. Um, it was also interesting to find out that these guys, like the, the dangerous part about this, is that the 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 Zimbabwean dudes. They they go and so this this film is strictly from the these three characters perspective. So if there's a different perspective 
of you know illegal mining then i'm sure there is but this was just like i said it's a character driven film so it was a specific perspective from these three workers experience and them actually doing the thing so they were talking about there's a story where they were talking about how uh there's another character who stopped going to the mines and he just sells like food to them to the miners now he has like a little spaza shop and he sells like you know some snacks and some groza to like you know the the, the the zamazama dudes now but he used to be a zamazama he said he stopped going down there because it's inconveniencing him and it's too dangerous because there was a time when he went down there there was dudes there with guns you know and telling him to work for them for like you know for like four days so so he was at gunpoint he was underneath the, the, the it was in the mine and he had these other dudes with guns and they made him like basically a slave you know for like four days and made him like you know look for gold and dig and like work like a slave for like four days and then after all that work they took all the profits and just left him there you know if he wasn't a dude, they just shoot him, you know. And who's gonna be the wiser? If you shoot somebody in a fucking ten kilometer deep mine, no one's gonna find him, you know. Who's gonna be looking for him? So it was. So he said he left. Left after that. And some of these other people, you know, they they're still doing it because they don't have any other options. I mean, they can't find work anywhere else. So it's a. Uh, it was an interesting watch. Was there anything else I wanted to talk about this one? It was it was just crazy to see the footage because I don't think there was footage. I don't think I've ever seen footage of these of these illegal miners actually in the trenches. You know, but you see them like you know going down these mines and you're like, bro, you 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 wanna die? You know, and they like they're hitting the rock and they destroying pillars and creating their own pillars out of like bags and other materials and it's like that's not gonna hold bro <laughs> so it's yo, it's it's like crazy it's, it's it feels like a thriller to be honest when when you have these uh the footage of them in these deep 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 like you know tunnels these deep mines it feels like some of a thriller because you know anything bad can happen you know and, and the crazy thing is these guys are so blasé about it i mean they know they're in danger but they're so uh, relaxed about it because they they're so used to it they 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 playing music you know they sharing food they, there's like they meet other people there it's like a whole culture and a whole group of it's like a whole community of people that that do that thing and then it's it's just interesting just to yeah wow man that's insane like you realize how lucky you are man to to have a roof over your head. And not having to like do these extremes just to make a living, you know, just to pay rent, you know, like that's that guy is working so hard just to pay five hundred rand rent, like that's crazy, like you know, that's how extreme things are. And then what what else I want to want to talk about? I mean, uh, was it anything I wanted to talk about in this film? I mean, yeah, like I said, it, this film has three sections, you know. So it covered the first year where these uh, miners 
you know, there was footage of them working and it covered like the backstories and how they got into mining and whatnot. And then the second part of the film, well, the first part of the film was already done. So they figured that's going to be the movie, right? So the filmmaker said she decided that was going to be the movie. And while she was editing the film, she heard that two out of the three characters that we follow in this film were shot while they were doing the, you know, while they were involved in the illegal mining. So they were, sh- they were both shot and surprisingly both were made it alive. You know, they both made it. So they figured, hey, let's go back and let's shoot these guys again. So they shot them for another year. And then just to, to see what life is like after, you know, injury like that, and, you know, your life, your mental. So they went to go cover that. And then they also covered a section where, like I said earlier, when uh, the election, the, the, the 2018 election was going on, when Mugabe left power, there was a thing around the world where Zimbabweans were going to return back to Zimbabwe and have... I know Zimbabwe was going to be this new, you know, place where uh, there will be more work and a lot of things would have changed from the 38-year-old regime. So there was some hope that, like, you know, uh, the government would have changed and Zimbabweans would go back home and, uh, you know, Zimbabwe would start prospering and whatnot. So they shoot that section and they shoot the disappointment of, you know, nothing in Zimbabwe has really changed. Like some of the, the Zamazama miners went back to Zimbabwe thinking that things were going to change. And then they came back saying like, you know, and you can see. So they covered that section as well of the miners, you know, reacting to how things haven't really changed and how things are still the same. Because yeah, I think this film is shot with the, in two to three years, two and a half years of shooting the film. We follow these guys for like two and a half years. And uh, it was it was just interesting watching these people's lives and just seeing how insane these lives are, man. And how crazy people are doing. And uh, the, the women as well. There's the women in this film. There's women who are, you know, they, they also breaking these rocks and like you know tearing well not like what are they, what are they doing how do you even i don't even know what they're doing they're like these they're just bre- breaking these rocks and refining them and also trying to find gold so there's like this woman also trying to like you know find gold they have their own like you know work that they do and that's involved that involves money and there's you know they, these then they cover like some some like women who you know some of these men have families so they talk to their like their wives and whatnot about how how scary it must be for your husband to like leave you know on a monday and come back on a thursday and you don't know whether he's dead or not you know because these guys go for like three days or four days they go for like for for a long period of time in these minds it's crazy so you never know if they just like you know you know, if they're looking for help, if they're dead, or if they I don't know, if they're lost. But, man, it was just an interesting watch. I thought, uh, you know, there's obviously political themes in this film as well. There's, uh, this film has more to do about why, like, the economy is so bad in both countries, in South Africa and in um, Zimbabwe, that, you know, people have to go to these extremes just to survive. 
and so it's um yeah it's a it's a cool watch i recommend this film uh to anybody who has an interest in you know the miners the illegal mining in south africa uh check this movie out it's a fun it's yo it's an interesting watch and a fun watch and an exciting watch as well uh i don't think i have any other points i want to talk about uh but yeah, like I said, I want to make these um, these uh, episodes bite-sized. You know, I want to make them like 25-minute, 30-minute long episodes because um, it's basically documentaries and these are just films that I've only seen once. Normally, when I make a, you know, a, a show or an episode, uh, like a normal Cinema Nomad episode, you know, I watch the film a couple of times, I revisit it, and I see the things... That I like you know and I normally talk about films that I've watched for years and films that you know I really lo- really love and you know so these films are very new and it's they're just films that I only got to see once and that left an impression and hopefully I'll get to see uh, again and like you know maybe I'll get to rewatch them again in a year's time or when they finally get released in theaters and in other streaming services but yeah, this has been uh, Cinema Nomad. Uh, this film was We Are Zama Zama by Rosalind Morris. Um, look out for it. It might be in cinemas. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at K underscore Gabella to stay updated on the latest episodes. If you want to reach us, or have films you want us to watch and talk about, please email us on thisiscinemanomad at gmail.com. My name is Kate the Android, and thanks for listening.